Welcome to episode two of Oculus Quest Cast. Today we're going to be talking about maximizing your experience with the Oculus Quest, some Quest news, as well as the announced E3 games, and a review of Drop Dead. Yes, that's right, a review of Drop Dead. All this coming up right now on Oculus Quest Cast. Welcome to the second episode of Oculus Quest Cast. I'm your host, Jane S. Um, I also go by Jimmy if, uh, you know, gamer tags and whatnot are, are not quid pro quo anymore, you know what I mean? Um, anyways, welcome back to another episode of Questcast. Today we're going to be talking about quite a few things. Um, I thought it was would be really great if I kind of covered a few essentials, a few things that pretty much every owner of Oculus Quest would need to essentially get the best out of their Quest and their experience with the Quest. So... Before I get into that too, uh, I I thought it was appropriate to play the the soundtrack, the theme music from the Mortal Kombat movie from 1995. Which, if you were around like I was, that music it got you fired up. You thought, man, this movie is great. This music is awesome. And then you know. You reflect on it now and you're like, uh, why isn't this as good as I remember? Anyways, um, let's just get right into the first segment here. It's how to maximize your Oculus Quest experience. Now, if you guys have any suggestions or comments or things that I may miss, feel free to... Go to anchor.fm, look up Oculus Quest Cast. You can leave me a voice message from any device right on there. Or you can send me an email at oculusquestcast at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at Oculus Quest Cast. Uh, there are a number of things you can do, but let's jump right in and get to it. Uh, I think the number one thing that everybody who owns the Oculus Quest needs is a dedicated travel case. Now... I am still looking for that perfect travel case. So I put it in its box that it came in and I put it in my backpack. And I carry that with me everywhere. I've put I've carried that with me across the country on a plane. When I go places and I want to show people it, that's what I do too. And it's like I'm carrying around a little Fort Knox on my back. But that's the way it does. That's the way it goes. Um, I've been looking at this case that's... I believe it's $25 or $30, and it's at Harbor Freight Tools, and it's mainly for photography. But 
you can make it work for the quest, and that's the kind of case I want to get. I just need to stop being so lazy and stop dragging my feet and go pick it up. But yeah, definitely dedicated travel case. Number two, I would say portable power banks. You know, those power packs. Uh, a lot of people out there saying, oh, you have to get the anchor one. And there's even an anchor one that's, you know, the 10,000 MAH. And I know that means something and I'm feeling really dumb for forgetting. But it's something about milliamps per hour or something like that. But there's a 10,000 milliamps per hour uh, anchor battery pack that has the USB-C right into it and it works great and it adds another six to eight hours to the Oculus Quest and it's $50. Me personally, I found two of those 10,000 milliamp per hour packs that were a Walmart brand, Black Web or whatever that is. And they were on sale and they're bright pink. They were 15 bucks a piece and they both add about another six to eight hours to the Oculus battery life. And I went to Amazon and bought a female USB-C to male USB adapter for six bucks and still didn't even spend half of what it would cost just for the anchor. And it, it was a two pack and that works great for me. I can literally play the Oculus Quest for yes, 16, 18 hours with no problem. Um, if you want to buy all the brand name stuff, please, by all means, go ahead. And, and, and I'm sure they'll work, and I know Anchor's products are really good. But for me, that's working for me just fine. Uh, and number three would be that... that adapter that I just described. I, I think that's necessary. It allows me to hook up to my computer. I have a Mac and it's going to allow me to hook up to a lot of things. So that's a given for me. Number four is a dedicated floor mat. It, you can go buy a round rug for $10, $12, and, $15 and that'll work just great. Some people are like, oh, you got to get the rubber mat. But Really, it's, it's your preference. It's just so you know there's a spot on the floor that you can keep your feet on. And when you feel that you are off that rug or that floor mat, you can kind of keep yourself in check while in this virtual space. I know some of us really like to get engrossed and that's perfectly fine. But anyways, get, get a floor mat around one that Keep, keep yourself safe out there, people. Um, ceiling fans are extremely dangerous. Um, I, I built my daughter's a balance beam, and I cannot tell you how many times I have stubbed my toe on the leg of that thing. So, yeah, the floor mat, preferably circular, is going to do you some wonders. Um Number five, I've seen some accessories out there, and as I got a closer look at them, it looks like they're 3D printed and sold on Etsy or something like that. I saw these grips for the touch controllers, and they extend 
the handles of them and if you're someone like me and you have gorilla hands this is it sounds intriguing but i wonder how feasible it is i I feel like they would probably slip off uh, at least for me because gaming can get pretty intense over here in my house but if you have any other recommendations on must-haves or essentials for your oculus quest Believe me, I'm all ears. I want to know. Hit me up at the aforementioned places to do so. Now we're going to move on to some news. You've got mail. Dude, this thing claims I have mail. It's amazing what we can do with computers these days. Dude, now I'm reading it. So happy for you. Okay, there have been... Before I get into the E3 stuff, which I know you guys are you guys are reared up for, you want to hear it, and if you haven't heard it, I'm glad to be your source for that. But check out this news. There was an app that has been designed for multiple VR systems, and it came out right away for the Oculus Quest, and that app is called Virtual Desktop. Now, Guy Godin, is, who is a developer for Virtual Desktop, it's, it's $19.99 in the Oculus Store, and it, it's kind of steep for an app. It's not even a game, but this allows you to get on your computer and stream your desktop screen straight to your Oculus Quest, which sounds pretty handy right well oculus quest players figured out that they could stream their steam accounts straight to the oculus quest and they were playing steam vr games and they were like man i i i hit the jackpot with this well oculus went to guy godin and they said no Turn it off. Shut it down. And it ticked a lot of people off. A lot of people are not happy with this. They're like, well, how else am I supposed to play Steam VR? What am I going to do? And I'm pretty sure Oculus's response is, uh, buy a Rift. Buy another VR headset. This is not what we wanted you to do. And to be honest, I can see it from both sides. As a consumer, I want to get the most out of what I'm purchasing. And as somebody who has his own business, I would understand if somebody's using your product in a way it wasn't normally intended to do, what would you do about it? Well, you control the controllables. So Oculus is saying, shut it down. It sucks. I I'm all about freebies. I I truly am, but I personally didn't even know about this until I started doing some extensive research for this podcast. Um some more news about the Oculus Quest. It is sold out at pretty much every retailer out there. GameStop is taking pre-orders on a shipment that releases June 21st, which would be the one-month mark of the launch of the Oculus Quest. Uh, 
and they're only taking pre-orders for the 64 gig, which makes me believe that there wasn't enough demand for the 128 as Oculus had hoped, and it may appear as if they will be discontinuing the option for 128, which if you don't have an Oculus Quest yet and you haven't had an opportunity to really get one, I could understand if that's upsetting. I I wanted to get the 128. I just couldn't afford it. But honestly, the 64 is going to do pretty much everything I needed to do. Now, uh, some good news. Let's let's pull it out of the <clears throat> the mire, if you will. Let's get it out of the ditch. Let's hose it off. Let's make it look shiny and pretty again. Mashable, if you've heard of that website. They've placed the Oculus Quest as the number one best tech of 2019 so far. And it's half over. Or almost. Um, what's funny is they were like, yeah, we didn't expect VR to be so cool. Well, that's kind of a jerky thing to say. I don't know if it's a backhanded comment or if they're trying to build up like, oh, VR is this unexpectedly cool thing. But... VR has been cool for a long time. It just hasn't been accessible. But it's good news for you Quest owners out there. It is the number one piece of best tech out there. That That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so sound off on that. Let me know what you think. Um, let's get in to the games at E3. Let's do that right now. Okay, there is a pretty decent list here. I'm going to go over the games. I'm going to go over the developers of those games. I'm going to give you a rundown of what I've seen and what I feel about it. And I'm starting off with the game that looks the coolest to me. I, I It came out of left field. I think it's already on other VR systems, but the fact that it's coming to the Quest and it's accessible to me means it's important. So here we go. The first game is called Echo Arena. Now, if you've heard of this game, cool. You're cool, man. But I, it's new to me, and it comes from Oculus Studios. Ready at Dawn has made this game. Now... My first experience with Ready at Dawn was some handheld versions of PlayStation games for the PSP. Namely, the God of War games that were on the PSP. I believe they also did the the, the Clank game, maybe? Or not the Clank, but what's the... Daxter from Jack and Daxter. But they made that game. So, Ready at Dawn had some extensive experience with handheld mobile games. Those God of War games, by the way, were pretty, pretty incredible. Probably some of my favorite ones, just because the storyline got really deep. But they have a game that it's called Echo Arena, as I've said. And essentially, if, if I was to describe it to somebody who has no idea what it is, it's a zero gravity game where you are playing against another team and you're trying to score on them. The simplest way I could describe it is if you've ever seen the movie Ender's Game, 
and they have those war games. This looks a lot like that. It's two teams against each other. You're trying to score on them. I believe you can attack them and shoot them. You're floating around. Personally, me floating around a game where I feel like I'm flying, that that's going to be a very weird and disorienting experience. But at the same time, I think it'll be kind of freeing. Because I've always dreamed about being able to fly. That's the one superpower I, I would kill to have. Maybe not kill. Maybe severely maim. But anyways, look for that game. Um, I'm not sure if they said when it was coming out. But that is on the top of my list of games that were talked about at E3. The next game... Uh, is a game called Fuji and it is made by a company called Funkatronics a uh, funny story I've applied at Funkatronics a few times never heard anything back but it's a completely remote game development company um, but anyways their game Fuji which is you go to these different biomes and you essentially encourage life to grow there and you can as you help this life grow and it's very music oriented and motion and and touching you can actually add that to your collection from these places and you have a little 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 guide little friend that helps you out the best way to describe him is he reminds me of those little um, things from Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The little wood creatures that you literally have to find 900 of them in Breath of the Wild. But it reminds me of those little guys, except that he's really small. Uh, that game comes out June 27th, and it's going to be $14.99. Pretty great price. I may have to check it out. It looks pretty interesting. Um... It's not really a game about fighting or killing or death, but it's actually encouraging growth. So, you know, maybe there's something to bring in life to something. The next game I have here is a game called Pistol Whip by Cloudhead Games. Now, this game, I'm not really the biggest on rhythm and dance and music games, but this game has a concept that is really intriguing to me. It's very colorful and the colors change and it's it's a rhythm-based game that involves a lot of shooting, a lot of <laughs> killing fools if if you will. Uh, I've seen it described many times all over the internet as as a game at Beat Saber meets super hot with a dash of John Wick and if you go check it out right now look up Pistol Whip yeah Pistol Whip Oculus Quest game on YouTube and it'll bring up a video and if these kind of games interest you or if shooting games interest you this might kind of blow you away because it looks really cool really really cool moving on uh, this isn't a new game, but it's getting some DLC, and that's the game I expect you to die. And to me, this looks like an escape room game. 
Um, you're a secret agent, you're, you're in a situation and you have to find a way to escape without killing yourself. Some of it involves you open the car and you find a bomb in there and you have to cut the right wires. Or you can roll down the window and throw it out. I just hit my table there with my finger. Sorry about that. Um, oh, also, I'm going to go off just for a brief second. I know in the first episode, I was speaking really softly during the entire thing because I didn't start recording till about midnight and my kids and my wife were downstairs and the whole time I was like oh man I don't want to wake them up I'll just get closer to the mic and speak real low and sound super excited but that's not me uh so I apologize for that I'll make sure it doesn't happen again it's it's still really late but my wife was like no worry I didn't hear you anyways let's get back on target sometimes my mind just is like goes to something and I'm like okay I gotta get it out and then I can get back on task so I expect you to die has DLC it's called seed of power and essentially it's more death traps it's 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 funny it's comical it's it's supposed to make you laugh because if you're the type of person that doesn't handle pressure well, well maybe it will uh, <laughs> it will cause a few laughs. You know you can cast it to your TV and play it with friends and <laughs> have people mock you relentlessly as you try to get out of these very dire situations. Um, so I expect you to die is from the developer shell games that's s a s c h e l l games the dlc comes out on july 16th no stated price as of yet now this game i will tell you right now i'm on the fence of this game about this game but i'm going to have to get it by mere principle so this game is called Espire one which is E-S-P-I-R-E, Aspire 1. This comes from Tripwire Interactive, and they are kind of running their mouths saying that if you want an experience that's like Metal Gear Solid and Splinter Cell and all these stealth tactical espionage action games then look no further than Aspire one well that to me is a tall order to live up to i personally happen to be a really huge metal gear solid fan so i consider myself a metal gear purist kojima snob and i will openly admit that i have played that series since 1998 i've been all about it I can go way back into the lore. In fact, I am going on a trip this weekend to Texas to get my Peace Walker Camo Edition PSP with the game, which is at my parents' house, because that's just who I am. I, I'm going to get my stuff. Like Me and my wife left stuff there. We have a camper there. And me, I'm just like, I just want my toys. You know, That's, that's why I'm going. This is why I see my parents to just clear out more of my stuff at their house. But anyways, it it's it is the video shows it very clearly as a, a sneak around, 
You know, you can sneak up, you can slow down time and steal people's weapons, you can climb over things, you can crawl through air ducts, you can snipe people in the back of the head. I haven't yet to see whether you can choke fools out or not, um, but you're like this cyborg robot, which kind of fits into the Metal Gear universe, of course. Gray Fox. <laughs> but, uh, I'll imitate things every now and then. It's just, it comes out of me. Sorry if it's annoying, but again, who I am. Uh, but anyways, like, I'm going to have to be thoroughly convinced on that claim. And I will hold it to them. And I will be brutal if it does not live up to that claim. So, that's where I am on this Spire one. The next game I talked about in the first episode, Arizona Sun- Sunrise. It's by Vertigo Games, and it brings the title, which already exists in the VR world, to Quest with all of its DLC. It has Horde mode, it has a campaign mode, a zombie shooter at its finest. Looks good. I'll check it out. Another game announced at E3 was... It's called The Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets. Um, yeah, that is... It's by Fast Travel Games, but that is a terrible title. It's, it's a terrible title. The game is cutesy. I'm sure it has something to do about finding lost pets. Uh, it is in third person. Which, there are not many of those. I think Moss is the only other one. But, I mean, come on. Is that the best name you could come up with? Really? Okay. Space Team VR by Cooperative Innovations. Now this game looks like it is a comedical nod to Star Trek. Essentially, you have a team of shipmates. It's it's cooperative gaming, so you can have up to four players. And everything starts going mechanically wrong with your ship. You have to work together. You can scream orders at people. And sometimes the orders are ridiculous, like, you know, put the fire out with a dog. And it, it looks hilarious. But it also looks like it suffers from what I've noticed in VR as the the skinning of the bones I've, I've I've done some 3d modeling and I know that you have to skin your model to bones to a bone structure to a skeleton to make sure that you know all these polygons aren't popping out of place and uh, I know it has to follow movements, but, you know, they have people raising their hands up in the air and it looks like their arms are just, like, spazzing out, wiggling back and forth. That's a little technical thing to me. If the game's fun, I'm sure people won't really care. But, um, yeah, that's, that's Space Team VR. It looks a comedic take on trying not to have your shit blow up on you why you pretend to be Captain Picard or Captain Kirk if you prefer the more cinematic 
take on Star Trek. Another now this game, this game right here, it's not normally a genre I would play, but it looks phenomenal. I want to play this game. It is called Battlewake. It is from a company called Servios. Apparently, they made the Creed boxing game. So this is just complete 180 as to what they're known for. But it's a pirate game, and you man a pirate ship, and you are attacking other pirate ships. You're attacking a kraken. You can summon a kraken. You're trying to maneuver your boat out of the way of this these lava balls coming out after you out of, out of a volcano the whole experience was just incredible it was incredible i don't know any other way to describe it it looks like so immersive as a vr game that i am on board i want to see more of it uh i haven't seen a release stand out on it yet but Believe me, when I get a release date, I am going to let you guys know because I want in. I want to swashbuckle. Uh, one thing to note about this game, there is no release date, like I said, but you can visit the developer website and you can sign up for the beta. You can beta test the game for them before it even releases, so... Check them out. That's Servios. That's S-U-R-V-I-O-S. Quick Google search will get you their website. Now, um, I might have to speedy Gonzalez through these next ones because I'm trying to keep episodes around 30 to 40 minutes and I'm breaching the 30-minute mark already. Uh, let us... Let's dance, baby. Here we go. So that was Battlewake. The next game is called Akron Attack of the Squirrels. It's by Resolution Games. Uh, it's the same developer as Bait. I love that game, even though in my mind it's like, this is repetitive, but I'm catching different fish, and that should mean that the game is different. But let's get on track with Akron. Akron Attack of the Squirrels. It's a really hard game to describe, but I will try. Essentially, it's a game where you play as either squirrels, or as a tree. Yeah, you play as a tree. And the 11-year-old in me is really trying to make a terrible joke about this, but essentially, you if you play as a tree, you're trying to protect your acorns. And if you play as a squirrel, you're trying to steal the tree's acorns. And... If you're the tree, you're throwing projectiles at the squirrels. You've got to aim. you got to have good aim. Uh, what's great about this game is it's cross-platform. So not only can you play it on the Quest, but if you have a friend or friends nearby, they can be the squirrels and play on their mobile phone. And they're trying to get... They're trying to steal your nuts. And you got to stop them. you got to protect those nuts. The 11-year-old in me won, and I am sorry about that. I am truly, truly sorry. This is still... A very PG show. So, there we go. The next game is Abe. It's by Hammerhead Games. It is a robot horror game where essentially you're tricked to come to this house and this robot abducts you. And by the imagery, it looks extremely haunting. 
Abe looks messed up. He is a sadistic robot. He puts you in a room. It's the kitchen. The floor opens up and a pig pops up out of the floor. And I'm not sure what's going to be happening with that pig. But I can tell you, no, not good things. There's a clip where you're in the basement and you can see other bodies hanging up on hooks. Whatever whatever happened to Abe... Uh, tech support needs to get on the phone right away because he is not right. Um, no release date yet, but if you like to be disturbed, Abe is your game. Dance Central is also getting some DLC. Uh, this DLC is going to add a calorie app in the game. So, after each completed dance routine you can see how many calories you burn that that this might sell my wife on actually getting this game because she's all about the next best thing to get in shape and stay in shape me i'm getting there i'm I'm a work in progress uh and and this is from the developer harmonix and i of course if you've been around games the last 20 years, you know who Harmonix is. They developed games such as Rock Band and Guitar Hero. In fact, I remember being a young, doughy-eyed store manager at GameStop going to one of these store manager conferences that happen in Grapevine every year. Well, I guess they do them in other places now because they've gotten so big. But... I remember two guys at this booth and they had a guitar hot wired into a PS2 and they're like, come try our game. And I tried it and they're like, yeah, we only got like three songs licensed, but we're going to do our best to get at least 20 tracks on there. And you know what? They, they made something with their life. So congrats to you, Harmonix. And now you are, you're rising to the top, cream. Here you are, Dan Central. Rock on. Now, for all of you Whovians out there, there's a Doctor Who game coming out for the Quest. And I'm sure that was previously announced, which it was. But the few details I have is this game's developed by a British developer known as Playstack. Looks like they've developed quite a few iOS and Android games. Um with very British undertones. But um, in Doctor Who Edge of Time, it looks like you'll be taking on iconic enemies from the series, including Daleks and Weeping Angels. That's pretty much all I got about it. I saw a few videos. looks pretty cool. There you go. So the next game, Phantom Covert Ops. It's another game by Oculus Studios and In Dreams, and it's a stealth game. It's supposed to release sometime in 2019. There are not any many other details. I saw a 30-second trailer where you are in a kayak, and you're sneaking past a guy who's got a flashlight, and you're in a bunch of reeds. And then it goes to you shooting out light bulbs and scaring a guy on a dock, to you scoping some guy... 200 yards away and blowing his head off it could be pretty promising if you like 
if you like those kind of games, I think this is going to be something really great. Uh, I think that's it for the games, specifically for the Quest. I do want to talk about one other game. This game, I hope, I hope, hope, hope it comes to Quest. It is coming out for the Rift. It's by Insomniac Games, who recently did the PlayStation 4 exclusive of Spider-Man, who are known for Ratchet and Clank. Um, they have a game coming out called Stormland, where you play as a robot, and it needs to come to Quest. Downscale the graphics, just bring it to Quest. Come on, Insomniac Games, we know you like money. Come take my money. <laughs> All right, there's a few minutes left, so I will end on reviewing the zombie shooter Drop Dead. Okay, so the review of Drop Dead, I am going to blitz through this. I don't want to go too much over time. But Drop Dead is a rail shooter where you're essentially shooting zombies. They try to add a basic storyline to it where you have some time-traveling gene, which explains how you can come back to life every time you die to redo a level. It's convoluted. Uh, but if you're playing this game for the story, I don't want to be the one to disappoint you. But yeah, it's... It's a sieve. You know, it doesn't hold much water. Um, you, your character's name is Cypher. You got this girl who, her and her dad are ex-CIA agents. You're trying to find this Dr. Monday or whatever his name is um, to stop his spread of these zombies. Um, headshots. You're going to do a lot of headshots. You should do a lot of headshots. It clears the zombies pretty fast. Um, you can dual wield weapons. You can either do two guns. You can do two axes. You can do an axe and a bat. You can do an axe and a pickaxe. Uh, it's it's a pretty decent rail shooter. I wouldn't say it has a ton of replayability. There are like 15 levels. There is a horde mode if you just want an endless supply of zombies to shoot. Uh, the reloading... There's, there's like a reloading and then there's a way to do a super fast reload so you can get bullets faster but then your gun can jam and then you have no way of protecting yourself. A zombie can be right upon you. You can be slapping him in the face with the gun but if it is not a bullet, it doesn't affect the zombie uh, unless you have a melee weapon. And to me, my biggest gripe is if a zombie's right up in my junk... I want to be able to pistol whip him and say, no, zombie, no means no. And the fact that I can't do that just means, like, it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty watered down rails. It, it felt like I was at an arcade and they were trying to steal all my quarters. But you don't die as much because it's fairly simple and... Um, I paid up front, so they're not getting any more quarters out of me. But the style, I, I, f I 
the commercial I saw pitched it as a grindhouse style kind of game. It wasn't really all that grindhousey. Um, let's see here. Yeah, the story not that great. It's a shooter. That's the genre. Gameplay is you can look all around you. You can point at things and they come flying to your hands. Whether it's a, a health restorer in the form of uh, it's either beer or soda and you guzzle that down it slows down time while you guzzle it so your health can regenerate and you have a brief burst of time where you can take out these zombies shoot them clear them out as they're slowed down overall i would say this game i don't want to really say it's like a six and i don't really want to say it's like a seven but it's somewhere in there for me now, somebody might really like shooters, especially rail shooters, and think, this is the best game ever because you can go from easy to average to hard to horde mode to multiplayer. It's great. That's your prerogative. Uh, but that's my review of Drop Dead. Um, you know, if there's anything else... I will include it in episode three, but I want to thank you guys for tuning in today, for giving me a reason to get on here and give my opinion. Um, also, just thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And if you want to monetarily support the show, you can always go to anchor.fm slash Oculus Quest Cast and do so. There are ways to do that. You can listen on Spotify. I'm waiting for my podcast to clear with Apple. That's where I listen to the majority of podcasts. I'm also cleared on Pocket Casts. All of it's going to be under Oculus Quest Game or Oculus Quest Cast. Sorry about that. But if you have anything, again, you can email me, OculusQuestCast at gmail.com. You can log on to Anchor and leave me a message there. Uh, if it's pertinent information, I will absolutely include it in the show. I also have a Discord, Oculus Quest Games. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. And I hope you all have a good evening. I will see you when I see you. Have fun out there.